0: Welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Once again, our show is on the air through the generosity and support of Ron Rubin Winery. Ron Rubin specializes in Russian River Valley Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Wines that, to me, truly capture the essence of the region. Check out their website at ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to Episode 179, Today, our guest is Chef Helena from Baked on the River, and she's going to tell us all about what's happening, things to do in Guerneville, and her restaurant. Welcome, Chef Helena. Thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited. I was thinking I was excited
1: to meet you, but then you point out, oh, we met before years ago <laughs> when you were at the Farmhouse Inn. It's like, oh, yeah, that's been a while. Um I haven't been into Baked on the River, I have to admit, but we have stopped there several times and my husband has run in, always to get a cup of coffee, and somehow he comes out with a bag of goodies. And I'm like, okay, so I see you got the coffee. (laughs) What else is in your hand there?
2: (laughs) It's a lot of trouble.
1: A lot of trouble, it is. (laughs) So tell us about Baked on the River,
2: when you opened it, and what people would find there. Well, when we first opened in December 2018, my thought was to build a community place, and that was... It was structured that way, and we basically just did baked goods and coffees and such, um, a little lighter, you know, food, but not much at all. Then, of course, the pandemic happened, and nothing was community any longer. Everything was individual. So we <laughs> restructured the whole thing and ran it as a food truck pretty much through the windows, uh, station- stationary food truck, I would say. But people um, were still coming. People I mean, were still so coming. mean, so that's great. Yeah, We were lucky. We opened up the windows and we never had to close. So we stayed open the whole time through. So, oh, that's so great.
1: then, really, you were successful in that you had already built community because they continued sure. to support you. So there yes. you go. <laughs>
2: the com- we would never have supported, with, I mean, we would never have survived, survived. without our community. The right. community is really has built us to where we are at. Now, of course, with time, we have built a good reputation and we do get a lot of visitors. Um, and uh, sometimes that maybe prevents the our community to come because the lines might be too big or the way too long, <laughs> but that's a good problem that's for us exactly to that's have. a good problem. I have to share you <laughs> yes, and i and I definitely encourage all our local people to call ahead of time and place an order, and then we will take care of them quicker than anyone else, <laughs> so that's always a benefit so what's on the menu? What do you have? uh well, we have now become more of a restaurant than mm-hmm. a bake shop even though I never called myself really a bakery because we are not a full-blown bakery we bake everything in house including our breads wow. um but um with adding on the food side now is actually that is our big part of what we're selling mm-hmm. we do also sell beer and wine just so you know because uh-huh. we are wine road right yeah exactly yes. <laughs> so um and we have all local wine mm-hmm. and uh, the winemakers that i've been working with for many years so that's exciting yeah um but for the food we do everything from uh, sandwiches salad soup uh we do uh, we do dinners too because we, we close kind of early we close at three or five five on the weekends three on uh, friday and monday but um we have many people pick up dinners in the afternoons or eat an early dinner. And we will, oh, wow. with yeah. time, extend our hours a little bit more. But as most of people know, that it's been hard to have enough, get enough staff. Yeah, there's
1: no staffing, sure.
2: So I have been trying to limit the hours to not burn out the stuff I have. And we've been focusing on breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. And then I do events. Yeah, it's a beautiful little setting right there. On the river. <laughs> it is. We have a little bit of limited view of the river, basically because the li- river has been so low right. in many years and we have a lot of brush in the way. But we're looking at expanding the yard so we can get mm-hmm. more of a river view, which is going to be nice. Yeah, And we don't flood. We get flooded in like a little island, but we don't flood. Don't say, so don't exactly. say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually it's a positive thing. Yeah. But <laughs> um, in the summertime, that, of course, doesn't happen. It goes the other way. But yeah. now this summer, is gonna, the f- river is hopefully going to flow really nicely after all the rain we got. It should be beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, is this your first restaurant endeavor, or how did this come to be?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> um, many, many years ago, I opened a restaurant in Guerneville, my first experience, um, which was probably why we built our community so strong directly with this second time around, um, basically because of most people already know me as Chef Elena, yeah, um, more chef as, and then a baker, I guess. And that's probably why I'm serving more food than baked goods at this point. <laughs> but, um, I opened a place called uh, Charisma Wine Lounge in Delhi. so uh, and then since then, I've run some wine bar kitchens, um, I've been. Uh, working more under others and run their kitchens. And I've been bartending and serving and mm-hmm. doing a little bit of everything. So um, I build a strong a strong connection in the community.
1: And I understand you'll can do, you do catering at this point
0: also?
2: Oh, yes. I, that I have actually done for a long time, more as mm-hmm. a private chef. I go yeah. out. We have a lot of rental units out in Gurnville area. So I go out in private homes, Airbnb, some places to do um, private dinners. Gosh, you know, that's something...
1: I swear I would never even think about that. But I know that's really a popular thing. My daughter mm-hmm. has done that with her girlfriends. They you know, rent an Airbnb and then they get have a chef come in one night. And how
2: fun. I mean, how fun uh-huh. for the guests. <laughs> well, many that's times a great thing too to is families maybe where they have young children uh-huh. and it's hard for them to get out to a restaurant right. with a whole group. And then they yeah. can put their kids to sleep, hopefully. Right. And, then, um, and then I come in and I do the food for them and take care of them there. So yeah. that's... It's, yeah, it's I mean, Grenfell a- has so many of those rentals. And then I also work, um, I used to work more with wineries before, mm-hmm. where i more specialized in tasting the wine and making the food for the wine. Mm-hmm. Real pairings, yeah. Uh, but more the opposite way than just doing mm-hmm. my food and pair the wine with it. Right. I, that's my fun part, where I can play with flavors and textures and mm-hmm. all of that. And I've, so I've done a lot of winemaker dinners through the years, too.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's an art to be able to do that oh it's so much fun it That's is fun yeah i was going to ask do you have any signature dish you mentioned um you know your background is swedish mm-hmm. and do you have a swedish flair to what you make or is there anything particular or you just pull from the bounty of sonoma county <laughs> <laughs>
2: well um it's been very influenced from sonoma county in a way where um Coming from Sweden, we get, of course, a lot of influences from other types of food too. And how I grew up, we cooked everything at home pretty much. We were not much of going out to eat. And my mom um, loved to cook. So I learned to um, go harvesting from the forest and Mm. from the garden and my dad was a hunter so we got I got a lot of fun stuff to play with and my mom <laughs> loved to bake so I practically grew up with a rolling pin in my hands yeah. Yeah. a very very small one to start with but then <laughs> it grew bigger and bigger and um, with my cooking style it has influences from my background definitely it's not true swedish everything because right. but I also put my own twist on it um, but the flavors come through, probably from Scandinavia. So you do also, with your baking, uh, a lot of gluten-free things? at the I floor. use, I can't really call myself gluten-free mm. due to the fact that I bake with flour in the building. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. But I do use gluten-free ingredients mm-hmm. uh, for certain items. We also offer plant-based options too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I like to Play with a lot of different things and try, but I feel that when we do things like that, they should not be so. They are different from the other products. I want them to be that when you come in and you eat a gluten-free you product, you wouldn't you wouldn't really right know, Just unless like... you're very you know knowledgeable. But about I think it. that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: mean, I find that with a lot of things. Um, I, I travel from here. I go north a lot up to Humboldt County, and there's a great co-op. Uh, grocery store up there, and I, I do tend to buy a lot of goodies. Okay, I'm out of town. <laughs> and oftentimes, they're, it's all gluten-free, and I just didn't yeah. pay attention on the label, and it's, de- it's delicious. You don't know the yeah. difference. I think that 10 years ago you did, uh, but you don't now. I mean, it's delicious.
2: Well, there are a lot of good ingredients to use mm-hmm. nowadays. Right. I mean, you can, you can play around with a lot of different things that can uh, make it more close to mm-hmm. the... The traditional baking. The texture and whatever, right. It tends to be a little bit softer and more maybe um, uh, fudge-like sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it doesn't mean that it's better for you all the time. No, (laughs) But it's better for the people that have intolerance to gluten. right. And then, but I do also make, and that's something I want to continue working on too, I make guilt-free cookies, which means that those are actually good for you. So in what way? Uh, Well, I grew up with a brother who was a type 1 diabetic, Mm -hmm. so we baked a lot for him, my mom and I, Mm -hmm. and um, even cakes and things like that. But um, it was very difficult back then, and the flavor was really weird sometimes. But nowadays, same thing there. There are much better products you can work with. And um, so what I have right now, um, uh, I do uh, almond cookies that are low-carb. Almond almad
1: anything is good in my book, yeah.
2: And uh, and they do. You can feel a little bit of a different kind of flavor to mm-hmm. them, but they're good. And mm-hmm. for me personally, I eat everything pretty much, with very few exceptions. But um, those cookies are the kind I go to when I feel like something sweet, but I know I'm actually hungry. Right. And that's the problem most of us have. We mm-hmm. go for the sugar when we're hungry, and that mm-hmm. jeopardize our uh, sugar levels yeah. and make us grumpy
0: sometimes <laughs> but it helps temporarily so uh, does almond flour then in the end is there types of sugars that are used that are lower in the glycemic or how does that uh, work zero sugar coffee i use yeah. a monk fruit sugar oh okay and
2: um, and it's mixed with a chemical sugar too so to get this texture but it's
0: it's um, the one that i found that has worked best for baking nice mm-hmm. i like i prefer that because uh, I personally don't like stevia, so I am always appreciate when, like, monk fruit or other types of substitutes that aren't stevia. But they, they also you have the coconut sugar. It's not a zero-sugar carb, but it's a lower
2: um, – there is a little bit of controversy about the coconut sugar extraction and such,
0: but um, it's a
2: great product to work with, and it has a lower glycemic index. Yes,
0: so. I've made things with almond flour, coconut sugar – but they never look right. I mean, I think that's me. <laughs> My husband says they – I mean, I, I'm always like, here's the picture, and then here's what I made. And it just looks like a disaster, but it really tastes but good. It tastes good, yeah. yeah. But it, there's something about um, the cohesion. Is, yeah. It's a little bit tricky if you're an amateur like myself. <laughs> well,
2: practice Yes, gives, you
0: there know, you go. I think, I think I You just, just have to, to, to do say, it over practicing. and over again yeah. until you find the right.
2: You know, when I start making stuff, I I mean, I baked since I was probably four years old, and that's a true story. Yeah, not yeah. all on my own. Nice. It will help, of course, but the even when I opened up the bake shop in the beginning, the bread was kind of uh, um, yeah, maybe. But <laughs> you know, you I get had a feel for Good, it. good yeah. days and bad days, mm-hmm. and you learn your equipment, you learn your right. your product, and Anywhere you bake, from one oven to another, the result yes. is going to be different. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you got to practice and do it over and over again. So what's
1: happening uh, besides uh, Baked on the River? What's happening in Guerneville? What would what, oh, you think? What, what, what
2: should people see and do and <laughs> check out? Well, there are a lot of different things. Um, the, the big part that... Guernville is, I guess, known for would be Armstrong Woods mm-hmm. State Park. People go and look at the redwoods. Right and, there. Yes. It's it's a very serene, nice area to just walk around and go have a little picnic in there. is mm-hmm. nice, too. Um, and also go on the river, of course. We have uh, Johnson's Beach, which is a local beach or they go down to Monterio uh, to the bigger beach. You know, you can rent kayaks or paddle boards. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, it should be a great uh, summer for that. Oh, you know, yes. I'm on the river a lot up in Cloverdale where I live, but the river looks great this year.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm excited, unless it's as cold as this last weekend. Well, yeah, kids. this, yeah, this, yeah, exactly. We need some more sun, I mean, but the river looks chilly. Looks good. Summer. Yeah, <laughs> I realized I didn't say anything about the food, did I? No. So no. let's well, hear wait. some more. Yeah, you, you, I, I guess I just jumped over that question a little. Yeah, So we we do sandwiches, salads, soup. We do dinners and. The type of food would be Scandinavian influenced, but um, also more California cuisine Mm -hmm. uh, combined. And uh, a couple of fun dishes that we have. We do, for example... um, scones and gravy Mm. so instead of uh, biscuits and gravy Uh um those are very popular where we serve them and they are kind of very crisp and nice into the texture and then with a creamy nice swedish style gravy and has an egg on top if
0: you like nice oh my Um, god
2: my husband would die for that we're very playful with our names too because we are baked on the river right yeah i love that so um we, we play with our names on the menu, but that is up for you guys to look up on our menu, of course, <laughs> on the website. But um, we also do a twist. One I can mention is that we do the hash which is a playfulness of a pittipanna, which is a Swedish dish where you take your leftovers, cold potatoes, cut them in pieces, and you um, saute them in a pan. And you take your leftover meats, saute them with, and then flavor it up and on top you put a soft egg and you serve it with a little pickled oh, beets so and good. cornicons.
0: I, I love mm-hmm. the flavor profiles of like Nordic food, you know, mm-hmm. the pickled and the the, the fish and, and like there's those profiles are just so sharp and distinct mm-hmm. and they're so delicious. And I could see, you know, combining that with a little Californian cuisine would just be amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't used so much of the, the, the um,
2: um, pickled herring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I do, but I think the flavors come through in certain ways anyway, mm. mm-hmm. and the pickled stuff definitely. Uh, but for the hashipan, I do with shredded potatoes. That's where the the where nice. comes from. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we do shredded potatoes that we shred ourselves and uh, cook up. So our oven is going all day baking. I bet. So the yes. scones and gravy, I just can't get over that. <laughs> But that's just breakfast part.
1: I know, but like I never cared about biscuits and gravy. Like That mm-hmm. does not a, appeal to me, but it appeals to my husband and a couple of my boys. But the idea of a
2: scone. Should I then also <laughs> tell you that they contain bacon and... Oh, uh, better. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I, oh, my god! Or you can do a veggie version with smoked mozzarella and herb.
1: Oh, my gosh. That just sounds so great. I love... Personally, I love to go out to breakfast more than any meal. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've had great dinners. But to me, going out to breakfast is like the treat of the day. And I I don't want to go to breakfast and have something that I could make at home. If you're going to go out, I want to have something different. I would never fix
2: that. That sounds amazing. We also sell a lot of soups. Soups is a big thing for us. Mm. We do like a clam, uh, so not clam chowder, sa- salmon chowder. We do a salmon chowder, and we oh have. Oh my gosh! But all our veggie soups are plant-based, so mm. we also have a big um, draw with making plant-based food. Mm-hmm. So that is something. Well, I think that's
1: quite a nice little niche you have. If people are going to pick things up to go for dinner,
2: mm-hmm. you know that's yeah, and that's also awesome. they eat, you know in in yeah. for lunch or right. sometimes even people have soup for breakfast. I'm yeah. surprised over that, but it happens. Yeah. Like yeah. a porridge, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but then what I do that is a little bit different too, that I offer a sandwich, for example, um uh, a bella sandwich, veggie Bella, which is um with roasted peppers and uh mushrooms, bella mushrooms. Mm. And then we serve that on a sandwich with a pepper jack, cheese and mm-hmm. pesto. Mm-hmm. And you can have it like that. But if you don't do the bread, you can do it on a mixed green. Oh, yeah. Or we can do it on cauliflower things. I do not make those, though. But that is also the yeah. option that we give. So are you open I'm seven hungry. days a week? Mm, no. We're open uh, right now Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We add on an extra day in a few weeks, maybe in mid, mid-June. mid Yeah. Oh and do a little gosh. dinner time.
1: We should head out there for a breakfast on a Friday. That's just in a, like a reverie here. I'm in the zone here. on the,
2: the scone thing. Okay, I have to get past well, we that. Have, we have to get you into some different type of thinking. Yeah. Now, so we... <laughs> Otherwise I have to come back here later with yeah, some to try. Things.
0: So, you do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Is there a break between the meals, or you're just open on those days straight through?
2: Yeah, we're open straight through from nine a m to three p m on the on Friday Monday and nine a m to five p m on the weekend. Oh, nice, so we do like an early dinner, but a lot of times people take do take out for dinner. but then, um, I'm looking at opening on Thursdays and do noon to evening to do a dinner time. So, we can do a little bit more of a dinner menu mm, and nice. add on some more dishes there. So, where,
1: I mean, I've been there, but I can't think, you're not in the town of Guerneville. So, are you in Monterey? Where, where, mm. where? what is it? We address? are actually
2: in town, in the town, but we are on the west side of. Yeah. So, uh, when you're driving towards the coast yeah. through Guerneville, we are on the left side, left side. When you, right when you come out of Guerneville. Mm. So, we're still walking distance yeah. to town. And to me, I mean, we've gone, we've
1: spent the night or spent the weekend in Guernville a few times, um, you know, just living in Healdsburg or Cloverdale because it's like a getaway. And my husband will golf with a little golf course. Oh, I can't think of what. We love the, Northwood. North yeah, Northwood. White. Oh, That's my God. Beautiful. I mean, it's a great little golf it's course.
2: An, it's a lot of water, though. You lose a lot of balls. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you know, he'll golf there. And then we'll just spend a whole day. I mean, there's cute little shops, lots of nice little galleries. I love... Spending the day in Guerneville. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so walkable to me. That's just we'll stay like at the West West Sonoma Inn. We've stayed there. We've stayed at stayed at a couple different inns out there. Yeah. And then just, oh yeah, there is just Walked around and
2: but it's sweet and, because we have a lot
3: of art. Yes, there's so many little nice little and, galleries. Uh, yes, and
1: they're affordable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a, a, you know expensive and beautiful things, but they also have affordable things that I
0: could get. <laughs> Time for our Fast Five. Who do we have on the line now? This is Valerie from Dutton Goldfield Winery. Hey, Valerie. That's great. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. What's your Fast Five?
3: Well, this is one of my favorite recipes. It's actually from the Green's Cookbook. Green's Restaurant in San Francisco is this amazing vegetarian restaurant. I love that. And I have been making this leek and mustard pie tart for years. Wow.
1: I just made it recently, and so
3: I thought of you guys. Exactly. So, here are your five ingredients. So, you need about four cups or so of leeks, uh, two eggs, a cup of cream, some cheese, and two tablespoons of mustard. And that's it. So, you saute your leeks. I like to saute them in some white wine, makes mm. them a little extra tasty. Slice them up real thin, saute them in the white wine, about maybe 15 minutes till they get good and soft. While those are cooling, you beat your two eggs with a cup of cream. And then you add about three ounces of grated cheese. You can use whatever you want. I like Gruyere or cheddar, but you could use goat cheese or anything (laughs) else. Um, and then add about two tablespoons of mustard. You could do a little more if you like Dijon mustard, I mm-hmm. should say. Yes, important to be Dijon mustard. You don't want your Frenchism Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you like mustard a lot, you can make it three tablespoons. So beat all of that up and add your uh, sautéed leeks that have been cooled to that. And then you put that in a pie crust and you bake it at 375 for about 50 minutes. And it is delicious. That
0: sounds amazing. Holy, you know, that I really it do do does sound good.
3: <laughs> I could do that.
0: I love right. I love leeks and leeks are in season right I now. I love
3: leeks too. Leeks are amazing. Yeah, so I'm fun. growing them in my garden this year.
0: I feel like we do
1: this segment just so that Marcy and I can come up with some
0: five <laughs> some some bats and Marcy don't <laughs> starve to death. Look, oh my God! Well, I like them because it, they like that does sound like that's easy. It right. sounds so easy, and it sounds so good. It sounds good. and so what do you pair? What wine do you? I was drink just going to say
3: this? the other great thing about it is you can pair this with your bubbly, yeah. a Chardonnay, or a Pinot Noir. Yeah. It this is would very be great versatile. With a
0: pinot mm-hmm. it goes with anything. I love it. savory yes. and delicious. Oh yum! So mm. I'm going to definitely go home and make my husband make this. Okay, leek and mustard <laughs> pie. <laughs>
3: It's so simple oh but God. and it looks really elegant as well. Yeah, it look, I a bet. little it's bit like brown really and tossy on top. Yeah, yeah. exactly. People all think right. it did.
0: Well we'll put that in the show notes. Thank you so okay. much for calling in.
3: All right, thanks.
2: Guerneville, make it happen. <laughs> it has <laughs> happened. A lot of things have happened there since I first got there in mm-hmm. two thousand four. So um yeah. Things are definitely on the up. Krista, oh,
1: she's a force to be reckoned with. I love her. She's made so many things happen with her in the Boone, um, Boone. Yeah, I guess it's just called Boone or Boone Inn. I'm not sure. And that's just you know, bikeable distance up from her uh, up to Armstrong Woods. And yeah, there's just great little restaurants in town, great little shops. It's definitely easily a full day of adventure.
2: Well, there's a lot of colourful entrepreneurs in in yes. in Guerneville, that's for sure and um it's a community that stands strong together well I, I also like what they do now that they try to bring more um activities into town too, like with the festival, mm-hmm. for example we mm-hmm. did a few weeks back the chamber also did one up on the bridge where they did um art and food and things like that so you know a little by little we Yeah, We build a a fun community for our visitors that come there. We do have,
1: uh, at the Wine Road, we do have quite a few lodging members uh, out in Guerneville. And Mm -hmm. I was talking to a different guest on a different show and saying how, how many of those lodgings say their guests aren't here for wine country and wine tasting. They're here for Armstrong Woods and they're here for hanging on the river. And it's just a time to kind of regroup and it's just peaceful and they can go to the coast. And that's really what... People are doing in Greenville, and they're walking around the town, and they're not getting in their car and going places and running from place to place. They're just chilling
2: out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. Well, it's it's a nice thing to do, and and of course they combine it many times with wine oh, yeah. pairing. But it's hard to maybe taste wine every single day, right? Right, <laughs> you get winded out, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm waiting for that to happen. One of these days, I'll be like... (laughs) That'll be
0: a cold summer day. Yeah, right.
1: Okay, so how will people find you? Do you have a website that they could order things from Mm -hmm. and get your hours and get menu ideas? or?
2: Mm-hmm. I have I have a website, uh, bakedontheriver.com, and uh, I don't really have ordering system on there so they call yet, you. Mm-hmm. but it might come in, in the future here. Um, but, yes, you call in your orders, and um, we do take pre-orders on specialty items like birthday cakes and oh, yeah. pies and stuff like mm-hmm. that, too.
1: And um, do you have the menu pretty well on the, on the website or mm-hmm. not? Yeah. The
2: menu is on the website for the food side, not so much for the baked goods. Yeah. But um, many times people go to the Instagram or Facebook oh, yeah. page and they see pictures and right. feel what they want.
0: I like that. Is the Instagram baked on the river?
2: Um, it is. I think when you search search baked on the river, it comes it up. It comes but, up. But if you go through my website, you will be linked okay. through
0: that's, to that's. I it. find more and more people find what they want, where they want to eat through Instagram because mm-hmm. it's such a great presentation of the photos. And yeah, I agree. Oh, like and like I, I want that. Short videos. Yeah. And
1: posted a Group of journalists here one time, and every restaurant we went to, went to, one of the writers never looked at the menu. She only looked at Instagram, and that's oh, how she picked what she wanted. I mean, it blew my mind. But I thought, well, I yeah. guess that's true. You can find you know the photo of all these different Everything things you want, and what looks amazing is that okay, that's how well, she I ordered. S-
2: I see that actually. with guests. I just had a group of people here the other day, and there the other day, and they were searching for the product that they had seen on oh, yeah. Instagram so right. they said oh we want that thing with yeah. and I was just like okay <laughs> it well it looks like this <laughs> Yes, and and they didn't show me the picture but they described it yeah. in, and in words so there must have been someone else who posted it that they yeah, saw right. or something I I don't know because I had not posted that myself so that yeah. must have come from somewhere else uh, but um, but another fun thing we do also at Baked on the River is that we have a garden in the back My I'm lucky enough to have a partner who's an excellent gardener nice and handyman in many ways but he um we have so we grow our tomatoes and peppers Mm -hmm. and cucumbers and herbs and all of that right. and we also have a little tiny aquaponic system which is really cute with <laughs> goldfish that are big chunkers at this point oh. <laughs> um but they fertilize the plants that oh yeah in there for the oh, summer right we have a whole ecosystem mm-hmm. right, right there mm-hmm. yes small humble but fun nice. you know That's and great people enjoy that yeah and our hummingbirds are flying around and butterflies and bees and stuff so it's a little it feels like a full full garden right yeah. now it's still in a in progress of getting set for the season but um come summer it's fully in bloom and Come full. Well, you'll have to check out. I think
1: I told you. Um, I have a friend, Beth Snow, who lives in Gurnville, and uh, I first heard about you because she posts so many things about you and Aww. photos on her we Instagram. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I need to check. That is why we stopped the first time coming home from the coast. I said, oh, I've heard about this place a million times from my friend. Let's pull over and stop. And then. Mm. Somehow, instead of the cup of coffee, we had a bag of goodies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Beth has been, Beth has been a, a, a good customer of mine for many, many years. Yeah. And yes, she's, she's a sweetheart. She's it all.
1: Okie dokie. Anything else? I think, you know, one thing we did want to do before we wrap up, I think we've been checking out personally a lot of other podcasts that we like. Kind of seeing what people are doing.
0: Is there someone that we want to mention? Yeah. So one of my favorite podcasts is The Swirl Suite. And it's a one of a kind podcast that provides a vivid narrative of the beverage industry with four pros, forty years of combined experience in wine sales, wine education, wine tourism with your hosts, Sarita, Tanisha, Leslie, and Glynis. And they discuss their experience as black women in a male dominated industry and interview passionate people behind the wine and bring spirits you'll love to your attention. You can check them out at www.swirlsweet.com. And that's sweet, S-U-I-T-E. Yes, S-W-I-R-L-S-U-I-T-E, Swirl Sweet. Check them out. Swirl,
1: Swirl Sweet. It seems to me that um, we had Sarita on the show at yeah. one point, and she had,
0: uh, wasn't it a coloring book that she Yeah, had? she has an activity book called yeah. Vine, Vine Me Up. That's... Uh, yeah, the, the activity book is very cool. It's cool. It's like we had different... listeners that ordered it and, yeah. and let me, send me emails and said that, that it was super fun. She can probably find that on vinemeup.com. Yeah. But yeah, also, I think she's coming out maybe for another one. And she is, she's a great home chef. She does all these beautiful videos. I mean, it's just, you just salivate watching her videos. They're amazing. She does a really good job. So yeah, check it out. Okay, I
1: think that's all we
0: have happening for right now.
1: Awesome having you on the show put links
0: yep put links put link to the Instagram too Mm -hmm. and then we'll uh, hook it all up and I think you're going to get a lot more
2: customers
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much we appreciate
2: all the business we can get yeah thank you very much it's a little
0: gem in Guerneville and that's what we love we want to you know shine a light on all that so thank you so much for coming we still want to be
2: here for the community and we appreciate all our local business we have absolutely okay talk to you
1: later
0: All right. see you on the wine road